0: Everyone and welcome to our Christmas movie episode of the Z- Yes, I am counting this as a Christmas movie. I will defend it later. Um, we, of course, as you've read from the title, are uncovering in the Chuck Norris vehicle, Invasion USA, which is a Christmas movie. You got me, Zinger.
1: You got me, uh, invasion US
2: berg. Perfect. And you got me. Guns don't kill people. Phil Rude kills people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so thank you for joining us phil i i feel like the last did we torture you the last time i'm trying to remember now um
2: uh, no, the last time was a uh, Simpsons. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Tree of Horror. So oh, good, good. You good. gave me you you. I think it, before that it was uh, three hundred. Was that the last thing? No, yep. it
1: was uh, it was America the Motion Picture, which was awesome. Oh, that's movie. right.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, I, this so, is. I, I guess we alternate on movies where it's like one. You do the one for me, one for them kind of thing. <laughs> <but it's> like, <laughs> <you know.
0: laughs> so 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 you you are joining us to for this christmas week episode of zingness yes this will be coming out as our technically christmas week episode so so and i'm i'm defending this as a christmas movie because when does it take place during christmas
2: so this should be the the, the instead of die hard this should be yeah. the movie that is that yeah. is argued about yeah no, um. no no
0: this should be because i say this and die hard same thing it's the same thing they're just set during christmas
2: Yes, it's exactly the same thing in all ways. Uh, (laughs) In terms of scope, uh, uh, in terms of budget and quality. uh, And legacy. Exactly the same movie.
0: Um, Exactly. So, real quick, we are discussing the 1985 um, Chuck Norris movie, Invasion USA. I would go over the plot, but... I don't think between the three of us we could tell you what the plot is aside was... from the US <laughs> gets invaded by somebody named Russell. This was a
2: uh, this was Red Dawn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, would, I would just describe this as Red Dawn light.
0: Yeah, Red Dawn with Chuck Norris. Now, now the thing I do want to ask is did either of you check the tomatoes for this?
1: I did by accident. I didn't mean to. I was looking something else up on it. and It was like the first thing that came up. I was like, I didn't want to see that. But all right, it was actually a little bit higher than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> that's so wow. Uh, Phil, do
0: you want to take did, did, oh, uh, say a stab?
2: Oh, uh, I'm going to say audience score is probably around like a, a 40. And the critic score is probably somewhere around like 16 to 20.
0: Ooh, you are good, sir. 19 for the critics. Oh, nice. 21 reviews. So take it as you will. But the audience score with 5,000 plus is 51, which I feel both of those are low for this movie.
1: See, I was expecting it to be like sub 10 <laughs> for the critics. And then when I saw 19, I was like, wow, there were some generous people. Then again, these older movies that aren't like constantly being rewatched and reviewed, then you know that's kind of also – Can skew it a bit, but still, I'm like that's very, very. very I I think I think movies,
2: I think movies like this that have critic scores are, I think they're more accurate because they're not being done for the clicks for the likes. These were all like uh, reviews of the time. This would be like the what critics of the time, actual uh, Sistel and Ebert, actual (laughs) in in kind of real time (laughs) criticism without worrying about how it was going to be archived on the internet and, and referenced it was right. uh so i i like old movies like this for the critic scores because i just feel like there's a it's a different system so, mm-hmm. absolutely
0: so, so roger ebert right like that's 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 the cisco and ebert guy right okay yeah. cool because mm-hmm. yeah. in the chicago times yeah, top critic on um Rotten Tomatoes, he said, Invasion USA is a brain-damaged idiotic thriller, not even bad enough to be laughable.
2: I love Roger Ebert, and <laughs> listen, I think this is why, I think, because he just, um, it's not, he he loves schlock if it's done well, but like, he's not gonna be graceful to a movie like this, because it doesn't, it didn't earn anything, so,
0: yeah, so
2: um, I'm right there with him.
0: So just to point out a few things about this movie, before we really get it, I mean, I don't know what we can get into, but we can get into it, um, this movie had a budget of $12 million. I think Yeesh. every one of those dollars was shown in this um i don't
1: i think i think it was show i think if we'd gotten a shot of like the producers with like mink stalls on and like <laughs> diamond studded teeth and stuff like that's where it would go because i'm like <laughs> 12 million dollars especially is that adjusted for inflation? i have is no clue you know 25? what i i just had that dawn on me i have no clue because <laughs> either way i feel like that is way too high but <laughs> i guess it all went to explosives yeah baz-
2: yeah the bazooka budget for this movie was mm-hmm. crazy high um I'm I'm going to say that's about right, uh, because I think uh, this movie isn't as polished as something like a Die Hard. But for the time, I don't think this movie looks terribly cheap. I, I think, uh, you know, like if you look at the explosion budget and uh, I mean, there's a shitload of tanks and yeah. weapons. I mean, like uh, there's some big set pieces in here uh don't don't get me wrong this is not a good movie, but there there is some money on the screen. I think this i mean it's like it's a canon group movie, and this is kind of what they did It's sort of like these these second or third tier kind of movies that had a budget, but there was a lacking quality as soon as I saw the canon logo i'm like oh at least it's not like bottom of the barrel b movie but it's it i i kind of knew what i was in for at the
0: same time now i will point this out die hard came out in 88 so yeah did this inspire die hard (laughs) uh okay (laughs) because they're both based during christmas yeah that's right (laughs) it checks
2: out
1: and if you think about it elf was also inspired by this movie because it's also (laughs) christmas
2: Christmas. um and uh, and so was uh speed because
0: there was a bomb on a bus Um, oh yeah there was a bomb on this you know what forget forget the tommy westfall theory it's all invasion usa theory every movie is based off of this movie going back in time and forward. But I will tell you something surprising. This movie made money. $17.5 really? was the box office. So technically, this made money.
1: Made $5 million.
0: Okay, so if that's <laughs>
1: the case, we are probably talking about uh, $19.85 for the budget. So according to Google... <laughs> Let's see, twelve never wrong. million in <laughs> nineteen eighty-five. Uh, that is the equivalent of hold, please. Oh, we're holding. Oh my God, why? Why are you giving me all this stuff? I just want to. It gave me twelve dollars. I don't know. <laughs> Keep talking. I'll figure <laughs> this. No, out. that's about right. Yeah, um, that's, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I,
2: I don't know if it was this the same with like a canon Group movie. Or if the, the metrics is the same. But typically now when you look at a movie's budget, uh, by the time you factor in marketing, uh, they say the rule of thumb is like double it. So yeah. there, is, there, is a, um, <laughs> there is a big chance that this movie actually lost about, uh, what would that be? Uh, six and a half million dollars, but uh that's also not counting home video market, which was I think much bigger at the time and syndication these these movies, these Chuck Norris movies were on my local uh, UHF stations WGn played them all the time like there was a syndication market that I don't know exists in the same way anymore. Uh, so ultimately this movie probably did make
0: money speaking of which until 2007 according to imdb this was mgm's second highest selling home video title
2: are you serious
0: behind (laughs) gone with the wind oh my god No. oh my god are you serious hey hey, that's what imdb's telling me if you want to if you want to ch- fact check that, go for it. But, I mean... I just...
2: Uh, it's such a, a wild uh, <laughs> second place.
1: <laughs> like, I would expect it to be... Because I know MGM also released, uh, like, a million versions of The Wizard of Oz, which I figured would have probably been first or second with Gone with the Wind.
0: So... Huh. Well, it might be one of those things to where it's like, since they're putting out, it might be different versions of oh, it. Oh, Yeah. And, and they just kept putting out the same, like, version <laughs> of this. Which, I will say, I don't think they edited much out of this. Because I was, like, sitting there and I'm like, I'm watching it. Because, I mean, I do own this on DVD because... um. Shocking! Wait, thing Wait, wait, where, where, wait, wait, wait!
2: Stop the show right now! Stop the show! I okay. want to. You, you own this on purpose on yeah. DVD. Yeah. Oh, this explain. wasn't like a you, you bought Gone with the Wind and opened up the box and <laughs> accidentally they they packaged the wrong thing in there.
0: No, no, no. That's, I, how,
2: they, that's how they inflate
1: those numbers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So back in the day, me and my buddies used to sit around and watch terrible movies. And Chuck Norris was a high-ranking one on there. But once we got a hold of Invasion USA, it was like a monthly watch. We'd sit down and watch this movie. Oh my god. So it 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 was one of those we all had DVD copies of it. Because it was back during the it, it was the style at the time to have DVD. So we all had DVD copies of it and would watch it periodically. And you know what? I will still say this. I could not tell you what's going on. I'm having to read IMDb and Wikipedia to understand plot relevant stuff that I'm like, I don't think that was ever (laughs) pointed out. So, Um, no, I mean, I've seen this several times. Phil, how many times have you seen this? I'm assuming this is just happens in Florida every day.
2: um, Well, there are elements of this that are a daily occurrence in Florida for sure. But um Honestly, uh, for all the jokes, for all the memes, for all of the Chuck Norris schlock that was constantly on my UHF channels growing up, this is the first Chuck Norris movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Wow. Um, yes. And I, you know, it's it was one of those things where I just go, have I seen Missing in Action? Have I seen Delta Force? No. I've, I was kind of cataloging <laughs> it in my brain. I go... I guess I've seen probably an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger at some point. But the most Chuck Norris thing I've ever actually watched are uh, when I would be drunk in the middle of the night and those uh, home gym commercials would come on, those infomercials oh, that yeah. uh, Chuck Norris would do. Uh, and those come on during the-, the day now, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thinking back in the day. No, I this is the first uh, full... I almost called it a film. I'm not going to give it that much <laughs> credit. Uh, <laughs> this <movie> cinematic work <laughs> of, of uh, ch- starring Chuck Norris and also written by Chuck Norris, which explains a lot. A lot, and his brother um,
0: Aaron. Norris. So,
2: <laughs> so uh, yeah, this was uh, this was my entry into Chuck Norris at age 47. I've I've avoided it for so long.
0: Eric, what? Have you ever seen this movie before you were told to? First off, I want to start quick sidetrack. I got old the, two is the uh, right uh, way to
1: put
2: it. We were not asked. <laughs> <laughs> was I forced at gunpoint?
1: <laughs> at bazooka point. <laughs> at bazooka, <laughs> at bazooka, <laughs> at bazooka <laughs> point.
2: <laughs> While
1: I was decorating my Christmas tree. Um, so twelve, according to the website in twenty thirteen dollars We're still doing the box. Yes, twelve million. Twelve million. <laughs> in 1985, is worth $33,201,970.26 today. Wow! So, no, according heard. to this, who knows what it is? Uh, so, before we were recording, uh, we started recording before you showed up, fellas. Telling I was telling Singer, when I was in college, so I was when I was in college, it was the height of the Chuck Norris as a meme sure. thing, and everyone like loved, ironically or not, Chuck Norris and um and i was i was a film major in college and i was friends with a bunch of film majors and we loved watching movies even bad ones and we would do this thing where we would get really drunk and we'd start watching a movie and then like someone would take their shirt off and then everyone would just sitting there shirtless <laughs> drinking and watching bad movies and we called them the shirtless manner and we didn't actually review them we just sat there without our shirts on drinking beer and I think this was a shirtless man review movie, but I don't remember because a lot of them I don't remember. And we watched a lot of Chuck Norris movies because they're all pretty, pretty bad. Um, but I was sitting there going, I'm sitting there watching this going, I don't think I've ever seen this. But then there'd be this little flash of something. I'm like, but maybe I have. So this is the first time I've watched it completely stone cold sober if i did watch it
2: and with a shirt on and with a well i'm assuming i'm I'm making a big
1: on i'm not gonna say if there's anything else on.
2: (laughs) or were you doing the chuck norris thing where you're in like the hotel room with just like the denim shirt yes uh, it was was uh, his his canadian tuxedo that he wore through the entire thing Uh, So
1: (laughs) exactly I'm pretty sure this was the first time I've watched it, and again, if I did watch it before, which is a possibility, I was—I'm too drunk. I was too drunk to No, no, yes, too
0: drunk and shirtless. True. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the shirtless is what really got you on that one, and no, I mean, my me, and my buddies did have like drinking games connected to this too, but it sucks because the first like 30 minutes of the movie, it's nothing. So there's all this build-up, and then if you're like drinking for body count or something, I mean, you're clinically dead later. So, you have to drink for
2: armadillos and airboats. That's, yes. That's that's the key in the first act of this movie.
0: Now, I almost <laughs> took a photo of him on that, him majestically driving around that airboat, and he's like, Phil, is this how you just... Is this how you commute in... That's how I get to
2: work every morning. Okay, just... Just like Chuck Norris, my hairpiece is flapping in the breeze. uh, (laughs) You're also wearing all denim. All (laughs) denim, yes. (laughs) Great in the Florida heat. It's just (laughs) the humidity. You really want to bundle yourself up in some heavy (laughs) denim. It's, It's great.
0: Now, the funny thing is, I forgot this movie was made in the 80s. I thought it was just the early 90s and just Florida hadn't caught up yet. So that was my my mistake there on that, but no, I was like shocked that this movie is technically older than me, which blows my mind because I thought it was at least the early nineties when it came out. But mm, whatever. Um, also, I'm I'm gonna point this out real quick. Phil, yes. who is invading the U.S.? Um, Cuba. <laughs> uh...
2: I'm gonna <laughs> say it's like uh, some sort of um, mercenary army uh, made largely of Cubans, but also uh, uh, the main bad guys. He's supposed to be Russian. Uh, there's some Asian uh, henchmen in there. It's a it's a it's a real mixed bag coalition of
0: you forgot invaders. Napoleon Dynamite's dad. Um that one guy with the glasses is definitely Napoleon Dynamite's dad.
2: Oh my god, the guy that I kept referring to is Screech through the whole thing.
0: <laughs> I, I the um, the second me and my friend saw that, that is one thing I remember is we're like, what's Napoleon Dynamite doing in this?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's um so we quote yeah, Napoleon
0: the guy, Dynamite. The guy, guy who was
2: constantly uh firing after he was told time insanely uh trigger happy. Yeah,
0: every time. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, I, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about the the invading force and that, I don't know, they made the gravy seals from January 6th look like they were a competent, <laughs> organized force. <laughs> um, they, they really, I mean, this was like a few boatloads of people in some U-Hauls that were going to spread out across. I'm just like, wait, what? You're going to take over the entire United States and... And you-haul trucks spreading out this small for it's just so, so strange to me the whole the whole uh, plot of this movie. All right. Um, so but yeah, that, that is part of the confusion is you never really understand what's behind it. There's cocaine smuggling that just another plot point that gets dropped. So were these drug lords were these uh, drug dealers? I don't I don't know what's going on in this movie. And the more I, this is a weird case of the more I talk about it, the more confused I am. Uh, <laughs> when it just washed over me, I was fine.
0: Okay. I, I wanted to get that input because we're going to turn to Eric. Eric, who is invading the U.S. in this movie?
1: Uh, the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it was one of those weird things where I was like, they're kind of, it's like the um, the McBain movie where he's fighting the Kami Nazis. It was like yeah. that. Where it's just like a, a mixture of of who we thought was bad at the time. So yeah, I think there's a little bit of Cuba, there's a little bit of the USSR, there's a little bit of Red China in there. Um, I think it's just a sort of like. But then I'm also like, is it is it like a truly like a government organized thing? Is this a uh, is this a uh, a country? Is this just a mercenary group? Is it a mercenary group sent by a government? Like it's just it's a very weird like vague thing and yeah because you, you have people speaking spanish but then it was like i think this person might be russian and then yeah i it was it was like i think it's
2: it's just a blanket communist invasion maybe. i guess that makes a lot of sense for the time this came out like it was just communists bad let's just lump them all in together right
0: I mean, because they they do have those scenes where they're randomly at like a beach house talking, where, where you do get some development from the villains, where they're like, "Oh, we need to take down the U.S. They've been too, they've been too cushy and everything, and the U.S. hasn't been invaded in 200 years, and blah blah blah." blah. And I'm like, "Man, I don't like all this character development. Let's get back to Chuck Norris kicking somebody, because that's <laughs> that's that's the point I wanted to make. Is I movies today have too much plot in them." This movie obviously didn't need that because we're all confused about who technically was invading. If this movie was made today, there would be scenes on top of scenes dedicated to this. And they would have had to have cut a mall shootout in the movie if we had to do this today. Because they would not have been able to... It would be like, we can't have it. we got to have all this explanation on why they're invading instead of just having it happen.
2: You like, can't cut out the mall shootout. That's the thematic crux of the whole movie. Communists are are destroying capitalism yeah they, they uh, are they're, literally they're going to go to the capitalist hub of america this really sad mall in in south florida and that's a real mall gonna, by the way it's uh I, I mean you gotta have a real mall i mean you don't want to you don't want to phone that in <laughs> Yeah, it becomes Paul Blart Mall Cop, right? At the, <laughs> at the, at the, at the
1: but part. not quite, as, but not quite as impactful and emotionally yes. gut-wrenching.
0: Well, y- here's my other thing: Have you ever seen somebody like accidentally drop something or leave a bag behind, and then fought through seas of people to get oh, it? Yeah, that guy
2: was that guy was dedicated to getting <laughs> that guy's package back to him. <laughs> Like, even as the cops were chasing the guy <laughs> and he's he's clearly done something terrible. <laughs> he forgot he his bag. Of all of that.
0: Oh my gosh. Um so we we've gone over the plot. I, I I'm I'm gonna say we've gone sure. over the plot because I, I don't much. think we need to get into it anymore. But what is Chuck Norris' movies known for? Classic one liners and roundhouse kicks do any of you have a one-liner that stuck out to you and that resonates in your brain for, for from now and forever on? Phil? Um, I know
2: that he... Oh, I've got them all pulled up. I got them all time, pulled up. But I can't remember. There was one that did stick with me as he said it, but again, like my brain just let go of what was. So what much was the
0: scene? Movie. What was the scene? I don't even remember.
2: I honestly like. <laughs> at, at a certain point, a lot of this movie just started running together uh, in my brain, <laughs> and I I had a hard time like sorting out specific scenes. All right, Eric.
1: Honestly, my, just just take what Phil said. and That's exactly it. There was one point in particular, I'm like, uh, that's a classic 80s action one-liner. And then this morning, as I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? I don't remember the scene. I don't remember the line. I don't remember anything. Oh,
2: wait. Didn't he say, like, you dropped this or something when, yes. when he, he caught up to the, the car after you yeah. took the bomb yes. off the bus? Um, well, I
0: was about to say, which bomb? Because he gives them back a ton, ton of bombs throughout the entire movie. So,
2: bombs uh, and and bazookas it's uh, and grenades did it, you yeah, lose this that that's it okay
0: um there there's there's that when um oh I'm, i've i've got them pulled up i mean some of these I just have committed a memory um where he thre- where they try to bomb the church and um yes. yeah with, with <laughs> yes. the suitcase bomb and they're sitting there pushing the button he's like didn't work huh throws it into the back of the truck they're in. Now it will. And just explodes just the truck then as they jump yeah. out. And then it went to commercial from what I was watching on Pluto TV and it went to commercial right after that. So I was like, perfect. Um, my favorite. My favorite line in this movie. And, and trust me, it's, it's 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 a hard one to, to pick out because there's so many great ones. If you come back in, I'll hit you with so many rights, you'll beg for a left. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but yeah this this scene i mean this this movie has just so much over the top action in it too because there's the okay i I got a fun question for you guys because i don't even know the answer to this what are mounted under the m16s is it a shotgun or grenade launcher
2: grenade launcher are you you sure yes uh um and the point where the two guys this this movie has so many guns, and also <laughs> doesn't know anything about guns. Oh, we'll, we'll, those, we'll
0: get to that. We'll get to that. Trust me. Go. go those ahead, go ahead.
2: grenade launchers are are single shot, and he fires two simultaneously on on either side of that door. Uh, and it just, I'm like, oh, they're just ignoring everything, and these guns are are magic throughout this entire um, this entire movie. Every, everything about these. Guns, grenade. They, you know, movie grenades are a thing throughout all action movie. You know, a grenade has, uh, you know, the 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 explosive force of like a small nuclear bomb mm, in a lot right. of movies. Of course, uh, and that I'm I'm willing to shrug off. But at a certain point, it just is ridiculous fantasy land. And if you're asking people to take your movie seriously at all, uh, it just it just breaks down everything at a certain point.
0: I, see, I'd, I'd like to say they're grenade launchers, but like I said, they act like shotguns sometimes for no reason. Or if they are right. grenade launchers, why aren't the grenades exploding? Because I know the exact scene you're talking about, too. But it's funny because sometimes they will reload guns. And then other times they'll have a rocket launcher that I guess has the Grand Theft Auto Infinite Ammo cheat. Yes. The one where they're <laughs> in the suburbs. That's and- the best way to describe the guns in this movie. It's,
2: it's so perfect.
0: The one where they're in the suburbs and they're just, he's just launching them into Rocking like. Just, after yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> after
2: they
1: showed the first few, I jokingly said to myself, I had this thought of, they're going to keep cutting back and he's just going to keep blowing up houses. And then that happened. I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> they went
0: <Yeah>. there. <laughs> um, there, there, is, there is something funny, because I've got goofs in this movie, like errors and stuff. And you know what? There's this, There's only surprisingly 15 that they point out. So, hmm, interesting. But a continuity error, they say, is every time someone fires a grenade launcher, or a rocket launcher, they are never seen reloading it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, uh, that, that's the thing. And also, they're using... um. Like, for whatever reason, the weapon of choice for killing a single person in this movie is a rocket launcher. Yes. A a thing that is designed to kill a tank is, you know, uh, in his bad dream where he's about to uh, assassinate somebody, the bad guy. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have a sniper rifle. He has has a full-on rocket launcher. And I'm like, this is the weirdest choice um, and then there's a rocket launcher showdown at the very end. It's very weird.
1: Also, it's, like, uh, it's like trying to
0: kill a fly with a, yes. With a hatchet.
2: Yes, it's, it's, like, it's overkill, <laughs> for sure.
0: <laughs> no kill quite like overkill. Um, there is a factual error. It says that the rockets fired by the M-72 uh, law need a minimum of 33 feet to arm. Hunter shoots Rostov in a standoff at the end of the movie at less than this. All it would have done would have been to penetrate Rostov. So, him exploding out the window would not have happened. It just would have hit him and he would have fallen over. So, also it points out that um, when he destroys the suburb, they only hold a single shot. He shoots six rounds simultaneously without reloading. So, once again, Grand Theft Auto cheats (laughs) enabled.
1: I think think my favorite thing was... um... At the beginning, when they go to his house in the Everglades, and (laughs) it explodes in a giant fireball, and then when he when once they leave, it's not on fire at all. It's just destroyed, but there's no fire because then his friend he brings in there and burns the house. And I'm sitting there going, "This thing should have been in flames." Like it was a giant explosion, and it just looks like 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 a windstorm came through and knocked it down. Like that looks like a post tornado or hurricane thing, not. My house just exploded, and then I'm able to set it on fire with my lantern <laughs> five minutes yeah. later.
2: The whole part where he he takes his friend John Eagle, uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the token Native American of this movie, uh, he takes him under the wreckage of the house, and all I could think was I want him to say so bad, here, let me get you someplace more dangerous. Like, I'm taking you <laughs> into this the shell of a house that's about to fall over. Awesome. And then he he sets the entire Everglades on fire. Like <laughs> this movie takes place in December. I can tell you for a fact, it is dry as hell in the Everglades in December. And starting a fire out there. I wanted every time they showed a TV to be a news uh, footage of of the fire rages on in the Everglades. And,
0: and just this ecological disaster that he sets off. That that he sets off. The, the invasion is doing less damage than what he did to the Everglades. Ben, ben, he set the entire state of Florida on fire. Also, Eric, I would like how you point out his home in the Everglades. I just assumed that this was a standard Florida home.
2: That's where I live right now. I, I live uh right very close to there in a, a similar I'm I'm podcasting um by riding a bicycle that powers my computer um because I don't have I, I don't have utilities out here. No, no.
1: Your internet is powered by, by gas
2: lamps. Yes. My lanterns going right now. My pet armadillo is, is drinking his milk on the porch. It's uh knocks it yeah, over crazy. and you
0: smile. Oh
2: man. You're that's Rex. Sawing, You're
1: chainsawing. Um,
2: <laughs> yes, random thin <laughs> <a> branches. <laughs> <long Yes.
0: high>. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, apparently, now, th- th- this is something that, that's fun facts about the movie. So take it as you would. Whoopi Goldberg was apparently Chuck Norris's first choice to play the female journalist.
2: No way.
0: I th- there are several claims on that. Now, I want to say that's his love interest, but I I don't know they just happen to be near each other. I don't think Chuck Norris can write love interest into a movie, so it's just like this woman will be near me for most of the movie. So
2: Well, and then she's just completely dropped from right about halfway through the like it, it goes absolutely nowhere.
0: Hey, cowboy. <laughs> Well, eh, well, I mean, they 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 have that whole chase scene after the um, the mall shootout where they're going through like downtown and everything, and that one chick's being dragged by her hair by Napoleon Dynamite. Right. right. God, it, it's I I I I just want to see a cut of Whoopi Goldberg being in there instead, because I feel oh, you
2: said that woman was being dragged by her hair. I think you mean that man in a dress <laughs> on the side of the truck. <laughs> That linebacker (laughs) that was on on the running board.
0: You know what? I do remember seeing him in pads in a University of Miami jersey at one point. Was that (laughs) the rock? It
2: was young Dwayne Johnson. He's
1: got his firm mullet and his his (laughs) his
2: business. (laughs) He's got that turtleneck and the gold chain. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) Like, this movie is so over the top. Like, just beyond... Over the top. And I, I I, I, personally love it for... Like, if you ever asked me, like, peak Chuck Norris, it's this. It has to be this. There, I mean, it doesn't have as much of his karate stuff, but, I mean, it's got enough in there. He does roundhouse kick. Oh, hardly any
2: karate in this. I kept waiting for karate in this, and... and he roundhouse kicks I, a he, few people. He kicks a few guys, but mostly it's those, the Uzis That's that he has uh, uh, wrapped on. around him and and driving his pickup truck driving and outside of that i'm like i'm like man chuck norris is the karate guy you know like what i didn't think there was hardly uh a fraction of the karate that should have been in a chuck norris
0: movie no but he has the one scene where he where he um where he's like torturing rostov in the dream and he puts the gun down and kicks him instead then I mean, right. that's that's all I wake up every morning. By the way, I have a dream that I'm gonna, you know, but you're just, being <laughs> kicked in the face by
2: Chuck Norris. No,
0: no, no, no. no. I'm gonna bring yeah. down some government with a rocket launcher instead of a sniper rifle, and then I'm kicked in the face by Chuck Norris, and I wake up every every morning. That's how I wake up. I and want, you know I
2: want, I want that to be true. And right before <laughs> he kicks you in the dream, he says. Stop making Phil watch terrible movies. <laughs> and then he kicks you in the face and you wake up screaming.
0: Uh, time to die. <laughs> oh, also that, that line kept on coming up where he's like, tell Rostov, it's time to die. But no, I, yes, I am told constantly to tell you to stop making terrible movies. I'm like, huh? I mean, stop making you watch terrible movies. I'm like, huh? what a nightmare. I need to tell Phil to watch something awful. But yeah. it, <laughs> is this the worst thing we made you watch? Oh, probably not. Um,
2: (laughs) uh, I would have to. I'd have to go back and get. But I I was. This movie is not. um, This movie is not uh, horrible. It's just boring. This this is one of those movies where I just found myself like looking at my phone a lot, uh, and it, it got real boring in the middle. Like Chuck Norris is going into like strip clubs for some reason, and. Uh, Just kind of a lot of wandering around and um, not really much happening. So I just, I'm like, these action scenes are, some of them are pretty well executed, but some of them are just almost like B-roll of people shooting guns. (laughs) You know, like, it's just, it's just pointless gun, gun porn and, uh, I don't know. Like there was there was a potential to this movie with a better screenplay. Um but it, i th- I think its biggest crime is that it's just kind of boring.
0: All right. I can see that. Um Eric you're you're same, you're
1: hmm? same same thing. Like I so my phone yesterday I've been I had driven a lot yesterday, and so I've been using my GPS. The vendor's kinda low. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna let my phone sit on the charger so I can actually like not go to the point where I'm browsing my phone during this. And then about thirty minutes, and I said, you know what? Low battery, be damned. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have my phone. I need to have something here. But uh, no, it was it was one of those things where like it it felt almost like they had another movie in mind, but then they they like ran out of budget to finish filming it, so they like padded it by. Reusing scenes, like Phil said, kind of using almost like a lot of like very generic gun porn kind of stuff and a lot of just explosions. Like I feel like there was a few shots I specifically was like, I feel like I've seen that shot before. Like they were reusing some shots. And uh it just was very and then the way it just ended, it just ends abruptly. Like it ends, yeah. It just ends. I was like, I was like, okay, there's gonna be like one more scene, and then it's just like it it ended and they, it was weird because the way it's presented, it's it centralizes this invasion very much like they all come in from Florida. But then when you hear the news reports, they're talking about there being like all this unrest and stuff going on all over the country, and I'm like, I feel like there's a bigger story going on here, and just stopping this one guy down in Florida is not going to stop everything going on, and and it just kind of ends, and then it was yeah, it was just very kind of like disjointed i was like okay we have a bunch of footage we need to do something so let's just slap this together as best as we can and that's what it felt like to me
2: well they did all come through florida like they land on the beach and then they're running to those trucks right and you can hear this chatter as they're going you know and it's it's sort of i think it's supposed to be spanish i think it's largely gibberish and then they'll (laughs) very clearly say Chicago and then they keep going down the line and someone else says Las Vegas and they they they're getting in right. these trucks to go across the country I'm like what are you taking like four guys to well, that, take well, over every city
1: that's what I think the disconnect was cuz I heard all that but then it seemed all but then like it's like that was it like they just had these trucks ready to go and then this invasion force came but then they were all back for it seemed like that was the the people who were back for the final showdown with the military i'm like so wait did they go elsewhere in the country with like right, oh with yeah people? yeah and plus it there was a lot of things, them like, in, like, even though they were
2: uh, terribly <laughs> stupid and uh
1: <laughs> i think it was just one of those things was like logistically i mean i'm trying to put put reason into this that clearly doesn't <laughs> doesn't have any reason but it, it's like one of those things where, like i keep going like well i feel like this should have happened to make that happen or this should have happened this that. but i'm like you know what i should just let it <laughs> there's there's no making
0: sense out of this. it is. It's like if they had a competent screenwriter, this would have been better. I I swear it was just them going from scene to scene being like, we're going to shoot this. How does this connect? We'll make it in post. I, every, I feel like every single scene ended with, we'll fix it in post. Let's move on to the next explosion. So... I don't know I mean like like I said I find this fun but it does for me it takes a while to get going and then it's just the dumbest collection of random events that take place afterwards because like he's randomly like shooting like army people in army fatigues that I mean how does he know they're they're actually not the army because there is that scene too the one where they're like outside like the food place and Chuck Norris Pulls up with his with his truck and Uzis and guns them all down. They're on you know, military uniforms. Oh, and the reporter was there too. The one that wasn't Whoopi Goldberg. I feel like I lost you guys. You're just sitting there reminiscing or not wanting to remember this movie. <laughs> I'm
1: sniffing sharpies.
0: <laughs> you know what might be a better use of of your time? Um, I. Like 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 I said, I am shocked that Phil's never seen a Chuck Norris movie to this point. So that's I'm I feel I feel accomplished. I feel like that's my holiday gift to myself. But anyways, Phil, do you consider um Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh I do not. No. Okay, good. Do you consider this a Christmas movie?
2: Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> I feel so festive having watched this. Um you know, I have to make my rounds to all my neighbors and kick them in the face this Christmas. And this movie was a great reminder of that.
0: <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, there was no point for the... Like, Christmas had nothing to do with this at all. Like, it, it was so irrelevant to have it. Like, I, yeah. I, like, Die Hard, I'll at least admit it's a plot device, at least. And this is just, let's set it during Christmas why like what does that serve like you could mm-hmm. i i guess because it's cold in florida so they want an excuse for him to i mean is it cold enough in florida for you to have to wear a jean jacket or uh, sorry yeah, jean yeah, vest
2: it was, all, it was all wardrobe related is the reason um, <laughs> i think I'm, this <laughs> does this and i'm i'm just trying to think back to the 1980s, to Reagan America, Reagan and Thomas. how many, how many of these films were, uh, you know, anti-communist propaganda? This is like very much like the mall scene is for real. I think about like communist hate, uh, uh, capitalism, and they hate our economy. And the other part of the communist thing is like these godless communists, and it, it could have something to do with. Of course, they would attack at Christmas. There's nothing sacred. To these these godless communists who would invade our I'm I'm probably reaching here, um, but Chuck Norris is a very like conservative uh, uh sort of Reagan-era guy. Like all of these movies he made were very much like um anti-communist, very like pro-military kinds of um uh, I want to call it propaganda, but it, it's hard to see that a lot of thought was put into it. But it, it, it does just sort of like fall in line with that. So it could have something to do with why this took place at Christmas.
0: Okay. I'm going to, I got a two part thing. One, are you saying that, are, are you proposing the conspiracy theory that the US government was trying to devalue the communist regimes in um, Cuba and Russia? Or you, or the USSR, or sorry, the Soviet Union at the time, by endorsing the Chuck Norris movie and funding it secretly.
2: Ooh, that now I hadn't gone that far. I think Chuck Norris does a lot of this stuff on, on his, his own. Okay. I think
0: it's okay. it's, <laughs> it's very much like uh,
2: like the you know this is the era of like Rocky Four and you know everything that is about the U.S. versus Russia and, and on Donna some I level. Think. Uh Red Dawn was a year before this, and I do also think this was a cash grab on the heels of Red Dawn. This was oh, people loved Red Dawn. Let's just make a knockoff Red Dawn.
0: You know, funny um, enough, um in Wikipedia it points out also to see also Chuck Norris' filmography and Red Dawn. At least at the bottom for this movie. So yeah. so yeah. Um but my second thought is there was somebody, I don't know who, a grip coffee guy when they were shooting the um the mall scene where they described it just like you did they were like yeah this is it's very cool we're gonna put this in a mall it's gonna be a huge commentary on the communists trying to bring down you know our society and everything through our capitalist mall culture and everything like that and chuck norris went "Mm -hmm. yeah i want to have an explosion over there just right (laughs) it it it, it was somebody saw it thought out and chuck norris was like no more explosions more explosions more explosions, and I want my shirt off in this scene. So <laughs> so yeah, um, overall, Eric, do you regret watching this movie for, for the holidays?
1: I, for the holidays, absolutely not. I mean, it got me in the Christmas spirit with the... <laughs> One scene that had Christmas music playing, and then the the rocket launcher in the neighborhood scene. Oh, totally got me. The- what was up with
0: the- <laughs> what was up with them decorating a tree outside? Is that a Florida thing? Can you guys not keep trees inside?
1: The thing is, though, that didn't even look like Florida. That was where I also got confused. It looked <laughs> very like like it looked like it could have been like here in Virginia. Like it was very people were dressed in like winter coats. There was the random couple making out in their car with everybody own, playing like, around and- them. And everyone was playing around them making out in the car. You, you you think you'd want to go do that separately. And it but like the trees looked had that bare look. Like I'm looking outside my window right now, and like this is what it looked like in that scene. This is and it does not look like Florida in <laughs> here right no. now. Much less uh <laughs> I mean there's actually some snowflakes falling right now. Clearly not Florida. Like I was like I was like, did they that's where I think where I also got confused. I'm like, is this like somewhere else just randomly in the country? I'm like, oh nope, here's the guy who's in Florida. What the hell is going on? <laughs>
0: So so Phil is that a thing you guys do in Florida is decorate trees like cuz it had ornaments and stuff on it like is this just some weird thing i don't understand
2: Uh yeah that's right every block has a a community christmas no I'm, <laughs> I, I, I mean everybody has like the uh i mean today it would be like they'd go around and blow up everybody's weird inflatable uh, snow, <laughs> snow globes <laughs> A with a, yeah, with a, yeah, the with man, the the Santa hat on them. yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh. <laughs> It'd be so weird. Um, but yeah, no, that wasn't Florida. Those weren't Florida-style homes, uh, especially in the '80s. And um, you know, this suburb, this random American suburb. Um, there is so much. I'm glad you brought up the kids making out in the car because that <laughs> the couple on the beach. There's so much like odd sexuality in this movie
1: it's
2: just <laughs> very random <skilded> and-, <laughs> and it's all interrupted by horrific violence like it's <laughs> it's just like what is what is going on here um it's it's a bizarre it's a bizarre choice i like when uh the couple on the
1: beach they, they're they're ki- i don't like them being killed but like they're killed and then the, the invasion force comes and they're like running over the guy's legs and they add some cracks like they're cracking <laughs> <bizarrety> <laughs> <stones>. <laughs>
2: they're, wa- they're watching phyllis diller on the tonight show and like that's what's getting you guys all horned you know, up. On, I was going um...
1: to say if there's one thing I cannot think of in a more romantic setting is <laughs> being on the beach in December when it's apparently supposed to be cold, but just wearing just being in the ocean in right. yeah. swim trunks,
2: <laughs>
1: making love or getting ready to make love. <laughs> to my loved phyllis one stiller. while also watching phyllis, on a small portable
2: phyllis stiller talk to johnny carson let's <laughs> let's watch these two 70 year olds uh tell vaguely dirty jokes and i mean, and y'all are turned up. on by that i,
0: uh, I, I was about to <laughs> say man it's getting hot in here and woo, i mean woo, dang i, I gotta say man i Never, something more erotic has been said on any podcast. I, 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 I'm sorry. I yeah. hope you don't oh, put a warning on this bag. episode.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: warning: There's extremely
2: hot talk about Phyllis. Parental <laughs> guidance. Yeah, this would be like what Red Dawn did for like the PG-13 rating. That we're gonna bring like podcast <laughs> ratings in.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're we're gonna do it. It's gonna be like all that Phyllis Diller talk that's two year from now we're like in the middle of a Senate hearing <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> um i i also like how there's like no government response to except for to capture him to capture um max hunter or whatever the crap his dumb name is. i don't is
2: even know this. what his name was <laughs> i think it it's was... hunter
0: i want to say it's hunter i just, I just said ca- norris because norris. <laughs> yeah. matt hunter it's matt hunter of course. Yes. But yes, John John Eagle is his friend that was assassinated.
2: John Eagle is like the best. It's it's like John Redcorn but yes. like even <laughs> <laughs> but only like way lazier and then um I like that they show he's he's a friend to Native Americans because he's friends with John Eagle and then you go in his house and there's like these uh faux Southwest. Native American like blankets. Right. That are- you know, it looked brand new and absolutely corporate made. It's just, uh, it's so insane.
0: I, I wish the armadillo had gone with him the entire time.
1: I know, I, he, I it couldn't believe really he left it there. Written on his shoulder and just like been, been his,
2: uh, and, and talked.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't have
2: been the most ridiculous thing in the movie.
0: I, well, no, you know. it
2: actually would have given it more points for me. I would have, that would have been his Sergeant
0: Al Powell
2: of this movie
0: is is the,
2: the armadillo.
0: Oh no, no, see it, it would have blown up and he would have rolled it and it would have hit into a ton of people and you would have had them all falling over and making a pins falling sound. And then but they all explode. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> wow, did we just write a better movie? Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. No, I, I like, like, like I said, this, this movie is so far out there. If you, for some reason, are still listening and haven't seen it, and, and do want something to watch, I mean, there you go. I would keep your shirt on because, I mean, as we said, there is a lot of Phyllis Diller talk. So, I mean, oof. oh, getting, getting hot under the collar. But yeah, the, the makeout scene on the beach, like that's vaguely understandable. The makeout scene in the car with everyone playing around you, is like the heck. Like that makes no. Do, do they get exploded? By the way, uh,
2: no. Um, oh, they survive. They, they're running for cover at the end when all okay. the people are sort of like, uh, for some reason, come out of their houses, <laughs> um, and and kind of survey the damage. Uh, the, the one of them runs to get the other one to yeah. safety or something. Okay,
0: I, I just was like, did I miss where they just explode? But I I forgot it's the other guy. That's it's the one guy. That there was, was not. Playing.
2: They did. I think very consciously draw a line of like we're not going to kill children in this movie. <laughs> my first thought was oh man that little girl got screwed. Oh no,
0: no no no. She they walked,
2: she walked out.
0: They they killed the one kid on the boat in the beginning.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, the yeah. the Scarface, uh, the Scarface scene. It's um, yes. yeah, like the the beginning of Scarface with with the uh, Cuban refugees. Which but, by the way, if what does if that have they, anything they
0: were to what does that there, have anything what,
2: to do with the movie uh that's where all the cocaine came from but what does that What's have co- to do with
0: the movie <laughs> uh nothing <laughs> nothing Here.
2: uh I just, was that supposed to be like that is what funded the invasion like they they sold all this cocaine invasion? um i think the cocaine was there so chuck norris did that thing where he slams the woman's head
1: into uh
0: he didn't was, do that was, that, that, no, was a villain. that was a bad guy was, was
1: that was the bad guy
2: and then and then he <laughs> threw that man in a dress out the window um, <laughs> which...
0: i oh by the way that was the first um commercial cut when i was watching it. it was right after that and i was like perfect timing perfect timing for that um
2: but no i wanted to <laughs> see what happened to that that hotel clerk who took the bag of cocaine before i know i thought
1: He's clearly doing something. Oh no, wait. Nope. Why did I think there's gonna be a plot in the thing? <laughs> yes. Why did I think something with continuity is? Continuous. He just grabbed it and ran.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just Chuck Norris appearing at places to stop other people who are appearing at places to destroy him. because there's that whole carnival that got blew up that he was like looking around. He's like, I can't save them all. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the Yeah, it's it the that carnival. is in there for no reason other than just for him to be like, I can't save them all. It's like why couldn't you have had the bus explode? Like you could have had the exploded shell of the bus like not shown it happen, but just show that and haven't been like I can't save them all and had him save whatever happened at the carnival instead. Cause you know there would have been some wild antics of him like throwing somebody on the merry ground and punching them every time they came around. Does no one else want to see that? Okay,
2: I, I would love to see that. He just has <laughs> his he just has his uh, leg extended and it just is kicking everybody <laughs> as it comes around. And the
1: talking armadillo is standing on the thing, sending out some one liners. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so needless to say, happy holidays, everybody. Um, <laughs> hopefully, you you have watched this movie. If not, I mean, it's it's your loss as as an individual but Phil where can people find more from you when you're not being tortured by saying this uh,
2: before, before I close out I do my last note that we didn't oh, okay. cover is the female reporter uh, only has like a few credits and one of them is Goodfellas she plays one of the the, the mob wives and another one she plays Joe Pesci's wife in Casino so uh, that really surprised that
1: a me couple of things?
2: <laughs> because so, so many of these uh uh character actors I've seen before. I couldn't quite nail them down, but um yeah, she only has a few credits, and two of them are huge Scorsese movies. I thought that was very impressive.
1: You know what? Clearly I'm, her second and third best thing she was in.
2: That's true. I mean they pale in comparison to being the uh Love the, interest? the Nancy, Nancy Wheeler-esque reporter of uh right. <laughs> this movie. But yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, um, I'm gonna look up what Whoopi Goldberg was in during this time. While while while, while you tag out, Phil, because I'm, I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna say uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash was around this time.
0: What what she? I mean, she didn't turn it down. Apparently, the producers or somebody else involved in the movie like chose to go a different direction. But Chuck Norris wanted her. Chuck Norris wanted. Her. Yeah, God That's dang really it, Phil. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, Jumpin' um, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Perfect. Jumpin Jack Flash. Eighty six. Yeah. That would have been. Right around the top. I'm going to continue to look while you tag out, though.
2: All right. Uh, Yeah, you can find me on my uh, podcast with my son, Austin. Uh, We do, it's called The Picture Show with Austin and Phil Rude. We have just finished our fifth season. And uh, as we're recording this, tomorrow, our Christmas episode drops. We didn't watch anything quite as festive as Invasion (laughs) of the Day for our Christmas movie. Uh, But we will be reviewing the Netflix original uh, animated movie, Klaus, uh, which we we both really, really enjoyed. Um, But you can find that there if you want to hear me talk about movies some more. And you can find my artwork at uh, philrood.com or ko-fi.com slash philrood.
0: All right. Eric, where can people find more from you?
2: You can find me at
0: Backlogberg and Eric Berg. All right, and as we normally do on the Zingness, uh, I guess, what are you watching or playing this week, Phil? Probably more watching. Uh,
2: yeah, watching, uh, I don't. I have nothing planned. I'm working and just trying to get to my Christmas break at this point.
0: All right, um, Eric, I know you went over this on our previous record, but since this will come out technically before that, what are <laughs> you going to be watching this week? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as Phil. Like, It's like I'm just trying to get through the week. Uh, I'll probably play some more Pokemon. I've completed the Pokédex in scarlet and violet but now i'm trying to get i'm, I'm doing some shiny hunting as for watching uh, i will probably watch the final f- episodes now that we've we did our pre, now that we recorded the next episode uh, i just, <laughs> i won't i won't spoil it but uh I, now that we re- recorded our previous episode just before this record there's a certain thing i'm going to be watching and hopefully finishing up uh but you'll you'll find out what that is soon enough <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Also, The Color Purple came out in 1985, so, I mean... I was thinking, because I was thinking, it wasn't Jumping Jack Flash, I was like, it might be Color Purple, too. So, uh, obviously... She did Color
2: Purple instead of this, that's really, I mean...
0: Who knows what she could have been today
1: if she'd actually made this choice. Yeah, (laughs) she
2: did this Spielberg movie instead of... The one directed by the guy who made, like, nine Friday the 13th movies. (laughs) Did he? (laughs) He made he made a couple of them like half his filmography is uh, him appearing as himself in a bunch of Friday the Thirteenth documentaries and retrospectives. Oh my gosh, you are yeah. not joking! He did he did another. I think he did like missing an action. Yeah, he did he missing an action. Chuck stuff. Yeah.
0: Wow, and Delta Force, The Lost Platoon. I don't know if Chuck Norris was in that one though. I um, no. Mike Norris was. Don't know if that's a relation. Anyways, uh, you can that's find... like Gallagher, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you can find Zygnus for every fine, great podcast. Um, as for what I'm going to be playing this week, probably some more God of War. And um, interesting side note and huge announcement for Zygnus. Um, we have a PlayStation 5 now, so woot, woot. So. <laughs> yeah yeah ellie ellie bit on the wrong horse in a situation and i won out because she's like tell you what if you can get a ps5 within the next 20 minutes um it's ours and lo did she know i had already checked and best buy had them so (laughs) 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 so yeah anyways on that note um so we'll be getting some updates on that, but I'm very excited to play that and everything. So yay. And, um, you know, have a happy holidays, everybody. Um, I know this is our Christmas days episode, but um, happy holidays. Uh, enjoy. And um, we'll see you next week for our final episode of the year and then next year with whatever we're up to then. So on that note, thanks again, Phil, for being tortured by us. Eric, it's been oh, a pleasure as always. And we'll see you Good next rest. week with a bending topic. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Tchau.